शिवाय आई एम एक्सपेक्टिंग दैट यू गाइज हैव स्टार्टेड द साधना डेली साधना एंड टूडे लेट्स टॉक अबाउट वर्ल्डली मैटर्स एंड योर माइंड द वे इट रन्स टू वर्ड्स worldly matters and worldly matters like oh i have this job to take and i have this promotion should happen to me or that uh, my yearly goal or monthly goal of earning money was this much and i was either either able to fulfill it or not able to fulfill it or maybe that wow what a good thing i did and uh, you know lot of other things relationships lot of relationship troubles either you have somebody or you don't in both cases <laughs> your mind will run towards relationships and then love who loves you who doesn't loves you or who hates you or doesn't hate you and all that all those things so mind runs towards worldly matters until and unless you have vairagya now in order to understand vairagya properly the rough english translation is uh, dispassion but uh, it's not dispassion actually there is no english word for it so we roughly translate it as uh, dispassion but if you want to understand the real meaning of it in detail in depth then i in the yog uh, in the yog darshan patanjali by maharshi patanjali i created a video series like that so if you go to the playlists area of my youtube channel you will see yogdarshan patanjali videos application of patanjali's yogdarshan and there i have explained about vairagya in detail but in general when not having vairagya means vairagya means without raga without raga without moh without rag so when an atma plays a whole lot lifetimes after lifetimes and realizes after so many lifetimes that you know no matter what i do i'm never going to feel the peace eternally i'm never going to have never going to feel loved and i am never going to be full of love all the time and nobody is going to give me the love that is going to be enough for me always so there will always be some kind of an emptiness a void in your heart and that is torturing that creates suffering a lot of suffering it creates right so nothing in the world can give me an everlasting happiness nothing in the world can get me out of my suffering permanently this wisdom this wisdom suddenly pulls away the realization of this wisdom pulls away your mind from all sorts of subjects and objects in the sansara in the world it just pulls it 
Vairagi people, they just do not attach themselves to anybody and anything. They don't. They do not even have the ability to do so. You know? It's like saying that suddenly you have no interest in anything. Genuinely not having interest in anything. You may stay highly involved though, but you will not entangle yourself. Vairagi people can be seen highly involved in everything around them. them. They may be involved in their family, in the family business, in, the, in their job, in achieving this or achieving that, you know, climbing the ladder of success in so many ways. They may have relationships and everything, but within themselves, they are not entangled. They, they, are not, they are not going to entangle themselves. They will be fully involved. There is a difference, a huge difference between involvement with the worldly matters and entanglement with the worldly matters. So, and this is a very, this is what it means to be on that side of the table or this side of the table. It's that striking and it makes that much of a difference in your life, in your uh, spiritual journey. Okay, so Vairagya means without Raga, without attachment, without any entanglement. Some entanglement till the time body is there, some entanglement will be there. Right, but to a greater extent, Vairagya people have no interest in entangling themselves. Even though they have social relationships like marriage or, you know, in-laws or this or that still nothing they get entangled with nothing can stop them nothing can entangle them at all so that is the situation that is the inner world of vairagis now those who have vairagya the rough translation for which is dispassion so those who are dispassionate for them, walking a spiritual journey becomes easier. Doing their daily practices of dhyana, meditation, pranayama, breathing exercises becomes a lot easier. Why? Because when they are sitting and doing their tapasya, their mind is not running anywhere. While for other people, when they sit in meditation, you will have lots of thoughts about who said what, who did what to you, when did they do it, how long ago somebody said something and you didn't like it and they gave how many in different ways people just mentally, emotionally tortured you and this and that. So all that is going to run through your mind, right? Now there is a previous video that I created which is about uh, handling thoughts. So do watch that if you want to understand that aspect of uh, uh, <clears throat> tapasya daily practice yogic journey but uh, yeah so it becomes easier now one thing to understand is that it's okay to not have vairagya at this stage wherever you are because it is not something that you can inject in yourself it is not something vairagya is dispassion is not something 
that we can make you mentally understand. You may understand that, yes, lot of partying or having uh, worldly goals or running after one car, then second car, then third car and one house and two, second house and third house, this education, that education, this PhD, that uh, research, this and that. So running after endlessly after so many things is wrong or bad or is of no use. No matter how much anyone explains you, you are not going to get it. Through lectures, Vairagya cannot be created within oneself. Vairagya has to happen and it happens only when an Atma suffers enough. Enough to say, okay, now I get it. No matter what I do, I may be happy for a day. If I buy a new car, I may be happy for 10 days, 15 days, for a month, for a year at max. But then the same car which gave you the thrill and zing and pleasure when you bought it is not going to be the same after a year. You may look for some other car or some other thing. Some other experience, some other knowing. So the life, whole life will become about experiencing this and that and knowing this and that. Endlessly. And it's infinite. You can go on lifetime after lifetime, lifetime after lifetime. And there is so much to experience. And there is so much to know. That's why we say the sansara, the world is infinite. In its combinations, permutations, in the experiences, in the knowing it's infinite play of consciousness. So you can take infinite life, lifetimes to experience every, all of that and experience and know and still it won't be enough. But the suffering that is created, the emptiness, that void that happens, there's no permanent solution to it until unless you attain samadhi. Until unless you attain enlightenment happens to you. Until then, there is no permanent solution to inner suffering, inner void. Okay? So that is the reason Vairagya. That is how Vairagya helps you attain that. But until Vairagya happens to you, dispassion happens to you, it's okay. Okay? It's alright to have worldly goals. Do your sadhana in the morning and then right after that just go and do your job. Go to your school, go to your college, do your job, whatever, do your business and achieve those goals. So yogic uh, lifestyle framework is not just about, not only for vairagis. And some vairagis who realize that, okay, now I do not even want to live with worldly people. That's when they officially take sannyasa. Okay. And they wear white clothes or orange clothes or whatever robes, color robes that they have uh, according to the ashram, the sect that they have taken sannyasa from. And they follow a particular lifestyle. It's a very tough, tough lifestyle. Okay. So, vairagi, when little bit of vairagi happens, people take sannyasa. But, if you are born in another lifetime and uh, you are born as a vairagi, then it's then taking sannyasa really does not matter. Those who have attained complete vairagya, for them 
living in sansara does not matter living in mountain does not matter living or staying in ashram does not matter where their body is does not matter how many people are attached to their body and what all other people are doing and how many relationships they have and what all play they are doing in the leela they are playing here and there does not matter nothing entangles them for for a long time for a short while they may be involved in this involved in that and after that once it is gone it's gone gone forever so that is how it is so if you are born a complete vairagi then there is no point in going for sanyasa and this and that you can pursue your journey at home but a lot of vairagis those who understand that if i stay in sansara then i will i stand a chance of getting entangled that is when taking sanyasa is important if you know that you will be entangled and you don't want to entangle yourself you want to pursue your spiritual journey seriously that is when they take official sanyasa okay so this is the difference between renunciation sanyasa and dispassion dispassion a lot of renunciates you may see sanyasis you may see who do not have vairagya yet complete vairagya yet and it's okay it's all right some days some in some year after some journey that they are pursuing after some time they will develop a complete vairagya okay but it's not mandatory that what whosoever sanyasi you see orange robe person or this white robe or brown robe person that you see all the sanyasis they are vairagis it's not necessary but each and every vairagi is a sanyasi within themselves every vairagi is a sanyasi why the whole idea is to not entangle yourself despite living in the world living in the marketplace living in the roaming around and living in the world working in the companies and managing the companies and doing this and doing that nothing can entangle them and that is what sanyasa means sanyasa is a barrier to not entangle yourself and if you are a vairagi then sanyasa is not needed officially wearing a robe does not matter right so that is how it is so it's to give you another example those who have a really really focused and fully concentrated mind those whose ability to focus or concentrate on something is so great that even if a marriage procession or some kind of band is being played and if they are reading the book they will not hear the band they will not hear any sound any distraction any disturbance nothing will cause any disturbance to them nothing can distract their concentration so for such a person do you think we need to give such a child suppose this is a child then do you think we need to give him a special environment to study no it doesn't matter even if there are 15 to 20 relatives living in the house and if they have to study they will study 
no matter how many people are watching TV or doing this or doing that or doing having fun around them, if they are doing this, studying or reading something, nothing can distract them. So such a kid does not and does not need any special environment and doesn't need to be, you know, uh, switch off TV. Parents do not need to fight about it. That switch off TV, don't have this fun, that fun. Our child is studying right now. Be quiet. Don't make noise. Right? Some people, some kids or some people sleep like that. That if they are sleeping, they are sleeping. No matter how much TV you watch, how much noises are there, the kid will go on sleeping nicely. No noise can disturb their sleep. But some kids and some people, for them, even little bit of noise is distraction. It causes real disturbance. And they may have a book in front of them, yet they are not reading it. They are not comprehending it. They are not able to understand it. The concept, they are not able to grasp the concept that is written there in the book. Such people need, such kid, such people, when they realize that, you know what? Reading this and studying this is very important for me. I have to pass this exam. I have to pass this grade or whatever. Then let me just isolate myself. Switch off TV, no noise, no distraction. Just closing your room or getting up early in the morning or at odd, studying at odd times when there is less traffic noise or let me, the whole world is little less noisy at night. So then studying at that time. So for such a kid it's needed. Such a person, a special environment is needed. So this is how sannyasa also works. Okay, Those who are vairagi, they need not to go anywhere and do anything special. They do not need to because no matter what they do, they are not going to get entangled. But if they are not Vairagis and they do understand the importance of Vairagya and do understand the importance of not getting entangled in the world, in the worldly matters, so that much wisdom has happened to them, then they can go and take Sannyasa, which provides them a special environment just to walk their spiritual journey. Yet a lot of sannyasis still get involved with uh, ashram stuff and even politics goes on very at a very high level in ashram also and in the lives of sannyasis also they get entangled. So if they have the tendency to entangle, if that vairagya has not reached the maturity, enough maturity, then they do stand a chance to get entangled even in the ashram, even in their sannyasa life. And a lot of people are sannyasis just for namesake. So, and lot of vairagis are living in the world, yet you don't know about them. Right? So that is how it works. So initially, if you do not have vairagya, that is fine. Okay? No need to get, feel discouraged about it. That I am pursuing my sadhana and this is not happening and that is not happening. Yeah, things will happen when Vairagya will happen. Vairagya increases the intensity. How intense the concentration. How one-pointed the concentration of a child is or a person is who is able to read and comprehend a very difficult subject which he or she has not studied in life ever before and are able to comprehend and study that 
despite thousand kinds of noise around them. Band is playing and this noise and that noise and whatever is happening. Yet, they are perfectly able to comprehend what was, what was written. How? Because their concentration is so damn intense. Their one-pointed concentration is like a laser sharp. It has the intensity that is required. So Vairagya gives lot of intensity. And before Vairagya, your intensity is on and off, on and off, on and off. Today you feel like, yes, I am not going to entangle myself and I am going to do my practice seriously. But some other days you may feel like, okay, I had this work, that work, this didn't happen, that didn't happen and how to do this and how to do that. And you are doing your pranayamas, yet you are thinking about there is a meeting in few hours, there is a deal in, with client and this and that in few hours and I have to do this and I have to do that. Yet you are doing your sadhana, your pranayama, right? Your uh, morning tapasya. So this is what Vairagya does. Vairagya gives you, Vairagya pulls the concentration, the consciousness that was being divided into so many things being diverted. There's one stream of consciousness, right? That is get coming in you, that is in you. <clears throat> and when it is gone towards so many worldly matters where you have entangled yourself in so many relationships and professional business and personal relationships and whatever. So it, you have entangled yourself. So your mind's energy is going towards, your consciousness is going towards there's that, there's that, there's that and a little bit of towards your sadhana. So it's not going to be so intense. It loses its intensity because it's diverted in so many objects and subjects. In Vairagis, it's not getting divided anywhere. So the whole power, whole consciousness, consciousness with full intensity, that is what gives you intensity and that is how you do your sadhana. So until you have that, it's not that you should not do your sadhana for your well-being, even for doing your achieving your life goals, worldly goals properly, you do need a yogic lifestyle framework. Okay? Even to achieve your worldly goals, because after all, how will you develop the power of concentration? Forget about Vairagya. In order to develop a better health, get into a better health, better body, you and good concentration, very sharp intellect, very fine, subtle and quick decision-making power. All that requires doing pranayamas and some yoga asanas and your morning meditation session. Okay? So until you have that, it's okay. You still go on doing your sadhana because there is not just one thing that you are developing. You are evolving your entire existence. Not just your uh, consciousness or uh, evolving and walking spiritual journey for mukti and moksha. That is not just what you are doing. Your entire Existence is going to be evolved and that includes all your senses, all your, your consciousness. It includes your physical body, it includes your mind, your emotions, your intellect. And 
power over everything, control over everything. So don't worry about it. I explained you what difference Vairagya makes, but until you have that, go on living your life truthfully, honestly, and be very honest and truthful in any given moment. That is very important. Be true to yourself. If you are sad, don't hide it, at least from yourself. If you are angry, don't hide it, at least from yourself. No story making. Don't tell yourself stories, wrong stories. That I did this because this happened, that happened, that happened. No, I did this because I was selfish in that moment. Realize that. I did that because I was scared. I was fearful and that's why I did that. So have those kind of truthfulness within yourself. Have that kind of honesty with yourself. Don't tell yourself stories. So live truthfully, live honestly and keep on doing your sadhana. Namaste. Jai Shivaya.